Well, that was that on sex. Um, I'm probably yeah. going to go have some now. Bye. My hoe face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Hey, but it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy, and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, I've got the breakfast at 12 or then there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh, my God. You're... <laughs> okay, but seriously... Are we ready, kids? It's not fun if she's not here. Yeah. Aye, aye, Captain. All right. I mean, there might be a skizzles around soon, maybe. She lives here now. Yeah. Steph, we've made the switch. You've made the switch. Yeah. Steph, Steph is out. Sky is in. Yeah. Um, it's been done. All for the better. All for, yeah. yeah. Hope, well, I mean, so far, so good, right? So, so far, so good. So far, so good. We won't speak to, um, what's the word? Confidently on either end of the topic. Someone knock on wood. Yeah. Yes. Someone please touch their brain right now. Um, episode 28. Episode 28. 28, Already. 28, 28. Yep. Yep. It's almost like 20. It feels like 27 was just now. Yeah. Look, back to back recordings again. Yep. So we're going to go crazy. Steph's fucking off to Adelaide again. So here we are doing back to back recordings. Yeah. As he consistently, you're fucking off. Weird. No, I'm joking. It's like I just want to escape things sometimes. You it's know? like I'm just stuck here sometimes and feel stuck. Weird, that. <laughs> um, all right. All well, right. Episode 28. And a lot less. Um, a lot less loving, caring. Some might say a bit more adventurous. A, a bit, bit more, more adventurous, yeah. Yes. But we're not going to skip straight to the episode. I've got a few things I still want to do up okay. top, as usual. Yes. Um, the own life update. We mentioned it a little bit in the last episode, um, but we really didn't hammer it home. At- All right, Theo, we get it. We get it, darling. Um, we didn't hammer it home enough. I read a book. Oh, do- did I not congratulate you? No, I would like you to be proud I'm of me. I'm so proud, darling. So proud of you. Don't use darling so, in a condescending manner. So proud of you. <laughs> I read a book. No, um, no, a book and a half. I read a book and a half. Yeah. I have been reading multiple audio books. It's cheating, yeah. but I'm still doing it. Um, so, yeah, that's my life update. I'm, like, working on myself and hopefully going to, like, work on myself to a point where I can quit my job. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. That, that's that and that. that See, that's I, that on that. I've come to learn that when I was trying to hammer this home with you – it wasn't working because I wasn't giving the right delivery. But I'm glad to see that everything you're currently doing is what I was trying to get across. We've had this argument. We don't need to have it we again. We have. <laughs> we don't need to have it again. Um, anything else for you to add life update-wise? Anything um, you feel like you missed out on the last episode that we no, didn't record 10 I'm, minutes ago? I'm planning to go to Adelaide again for the Fringe, but that's that's when I bugger off to the Wood Sundays. So you already know about that. But I want to go down there for like the weekend before. What's the Fringe? It's the Fringe Festival. Really? No. It's an international, like, arts festival. So Edinburgh is the biggest one in the world. Adelaide's the oh, second largest. Edinburgh Fringe. I know what that is. Yeah, so that's yeah. the largest Fringe Festival. Adelaide is the second largest Fringe Festival in the world. Right. So it's every year for an entire month between mid-Feb and mid-March. And it is incredible. There's, like... Over 1,200 different shows and artists and there's like the Garden of Unearthly Delights and the Garden of like Gluttony and they're next to each other and then you've got like Sound Garden where it's just a rave for a month and it's all in like big forest parts in the middle of Adelaide City and it's really cool. Interesting. Um, So you're going to that? Cool. I'm going to that. Um, I've invited 
a boy actually. Oh, you have. I have. Kind of like I'm emotionally progressing with certain people. Whoa. Who are you? You reckon I'm changing. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm like in a healthy relationship. You're like feeling and who, whoa. I know, but this is the weird thing, right? Like I don't necessarily, I'm not too sure if I'm feeling or if I'm just jealous. Right, that checks out. That hundred percent checks out. It's weird for the. It must be weird for the listeners. Like we started this episode, this podcast, being like, "This is what we're going to be," and then they've literally listened to us not be go through everything, the phases, the, like, like moons. The weird. No, we've gone through this weird like pivot and transformation, and we're not the same people we were six months ago at yeah. all, even close. Yeah, like soz guys. So I've done some men- mental unpacking. I actually like to talk about this on the podcast. All right, so, let's go then. And I feel like this is typical female, and we briefly touched on this earlier, but I'm ready for you to grill me about it on a podcast. All right. So I've been sleeping with someone for a few months now mm-hmm. to the point where he really likes me, but I've been emotionally disconnected because I've been going through a breakup and I'm just not interested. Yep. All of a sudden, and I'm like, you do whatever you want. I understand, like... I understand that if I wanted it to be a thing, he would settle down and make it a thing. Yeah. But it's because that I'm like, I don't want anything, that he's sleeping with other people and that's totally okay. Yeah. And we talk about it, but I find that the more we talk about it, the more I want to like pee around him in a circle and... And claim your territory. And claim my... I'm like, why are you playing with my toys? You know? And I've said this all to him. I have not been shy about where I'm at yeah I'm like no and he'll be like can I still like are you still okay I'm like yeah yeah, I'm cool with it I just need you to know that I'm 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 definitely getting jealous but I'm totally cool with it it's probably not helping his feelings though you're like I'm getting jealous and he's like yes exactly what I wanted right but then I'm like maybe that's why he is doing it more because it's making me jealous and making me want him more Sounds like a super healthy start to a relationship. It, it checks out. You'd know who we are. Yeah. people. I know both us. of you. So, yeah, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Right. Um, it's a bit fucked, though. I don't know, I don't know if I could, would want to do that. But I'm like, I'm at the point now, I'm like, do I want anything or do I just think I want something so no one else can have it? I'm going to go with that one. You reckon? No, I don't know. Because I I'm still gonna... want him to do his thing, you know. I still want him to have. But you don't. You literally but, are saying you don't. But, I, um, but No, it's not that I don't want him to do it. I still want him to do it. I'm just finding myself jealous. Like Which I means you don't want him to do it. But I like the jealousy because it makes me want to fuck his brains out. Or you could just... Like, the I don't know how to handle this. I said to you, I've said to you a million times, this hurts my brain. I need therapy to deal with yours and Sky's problems. And, and, I, and I, said, I said to him, I'm like, you know, because he's told me I'm the best sex he's ever had. And vice versa. So I just kind of want to be like, it's, you can still do what you want to do, but I'm going to get jealous to the point where I'm like, I'm going to make sure I'm still the best sex you've ever had. You're not going to like one of my would you rather questions at the end of this episode, just saying. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just, it's too complicated for me. I'm more of like a, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's going to be easy breezy and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, we, we had a, we have hard conversations yeah in terms of like we're moving out of the honeymoon phase and we're having to figure out how we're actually going to make two very independent stubborn people gonna be like one cohesive unit um 
But that just seems way too confusing. Too much of a head fuck. I'm it's out. Not, it's not confusing or a head fucky. I'm just like, I'm going with it. But it, it's just funny watching my own reactions. I'm like having an out-of-body experience watching my own reactions to this scenario. Because I'm like, I'm totally cool with him doing it. Because I know that if I wanted it to stop, all I'd have to do is say the word. And he would no longer do it. That's a but, weird power trip. But I don't necessarily want be in a relationship or anything so who am I to be like don't sleep with other people when I have all the power in this scenario all I ask of you is that you use your power for good and not evil and not evil yeah it appears you are using it for some amounts of evil right now <laughs> so use it for good please but everyone's having fun and at the end of the day I, I mean get- I'm sure he's fucking other people just to cope with the fact that you don't feel the same way about him though you reckon? Probably. If I was him, I would. I'd be fucking other people to spite you a little bit. And to feel validated. Yeah. Damn it, she's had a breakthrough, people. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. But he also has an extremely high sex drive and straight up was like, she's there to give me cuddles when you're not there. Special cuddles. Special cuddles. But they also apparently have like vanilla sex, semi-vanilla, so, you know. Will never be as good. But they're hunting knives with her. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this is weird. Well, this episode's about sex. Yeah. There you go. Welcome. We did it. Um, first of all, I have a side note, okay, but seriously moment, I just yep. want to throw in because I think it's fucking funny. Yep. Um, the audacity of people. The audacity. Well, the audacity. And we had a, a booking at work the other day. There was forty of them. Yeah. And I didn't think people had the balls to do this, but I am like shook that they did this. You know what they were doing? Putting shrooms in their beers. Oof. Magic mushrooms. It looked like pepper. We were like, what the fuck is this? And like smelt it a little bit. We were like, oh, that's a bit bizarre. And then one of the girls like straight up went and asked the table. They were like, what is this? And then he was like so fucked off his face that he was just like, hmm, you want some? It was funny. I was like. So they were microdosing. They were. In a public place. They were microdosing to the point where they. They were on a three-hour beverage package and we didn't realise until Oof. the end. Yeah. So th- this was no longer a microdose. It's like nothing screams shrooms like people sitting inside wearing sunglasses with their caps on backwards and wandering laps around the bar. Although that being said, the best microdose I've ever had is when I was also drinking. So I totally understand where they're coming from. Just wouldn't do it in public. I was just like the fucking audacity. The audacity. Yeah. The fucking audacity. But anyway, that's my... I had an okay but seriously moment. Do you? I don't have no. I, see, nothing bothers me right now. Except work. I just find things funny. Yeah. And I like to rant about things and yeah. I'm just like, you're an idiot. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we can go straight to sex if you want. You clearly want to talk about it. I can go straight to sex. I mean, we're not going to go straight to sex. <laughs> We've talked about this, Steph. I don't swing that way. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's completely fine. Um, oh, actually, on a different note. Oh, can I say this on the potty? I think I can say this on the potty got a friend from out of town who I met over in Canada who is you know those actually you probably don't know those girlfriends but you know those girlfriends where you just like make out when you meet them and you're like I'm attracted to you I'm gonna make out with you and it never really goes anywhere I was in a relationship she wasn't interested in a threesome guess who just moved to the Gold Coast guess who's now single so you're gonna go fuck her I don't want to 
put it that way because, you know, she's an individual and she's a woman. She has the right to make her own decisions. But we're going out for... But you want to go fuck her. I would like to, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what, I, that's that's what I'm getting moment. at. That's my, yeah. Okay, so you just told me all this stuff about how you're getting sandboxy and you don't want people to play with your toys. However... That being said... You definitely want other people to play with you. <laughs> yeah, but that being said, even he said that he'd have the same effect if I was sleeping with other people and all it would make him do is want to fuck me harder. Literally said, I will make you in detail explain to me everything you did with someone else while I'm doing something else. I mean, just so you cucking could, is a kink, so I yeah, get it. Yeah, just so you could feel how much that frustrated me for you to tell me and I will hit you harder if there's not enough detail. You know, like that. Hey! <laughs> I don't know what – I'm just a lot about free love right now, you know? Like, I just want to explore I feel like this episode everyone. needs a trigger warning. Trigger warning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Steph's into some pretty hardcore shit. Yeah. Um, all right, sick. So you're going to go fuck a chick? Well, I think I'm you fine. Fu- you fucked chicks before, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think I'm finally um, – you remember how you've been saying for months you need to do other things? I think I'm doing other things. I think I'm beginning to do other things or wanting to do other things, other things being people. Oh, yeah. For anyone who didn't get the translation of that um, via audio, I was staring at Steph blankly for a long time because I had no idea what she was saying. Yeah, yeah, I've been telling you the whole time you need to be doing other things, otherwise he's going to keep falling in love with you. I just needed time. I've had time. Well, there you go. Time is Now I don't have enough free time, but I have time to explore other vices. All right. Well, it's unfortunate that she's moving to the Gold Coast because, like, Brisbane is you now. Um, but I'm sure you can find things. Have you fucked a girl, just you and a girl? Have you only done threesomes? Oh, it depends what you'd count. Yes. You have? Yes. Particularly in a bathroom stall in Canada. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it depends what you count as fucking. Yeah. Is that what you mean? In terms of, like... See, I can't even answer that. Like, I don't know what would count as fucking for a lesbian relationship. Neither. And I've attempted to do it a couple of times, you know, like. Well, I'd like to know. Someone tell me. Thank you. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I, I have not, not necessarily about that, just that I'm broadening my horizons. I have nothing to report on that, like, at all. I'm just, like, in a wholesome relationship. Yeah. I mean, we like rom- by that. we romantic fuck. Yeah, it's one of those like, well, neither of us have massive sex drives. Like in terms of it being our like weight form of validation. Like I'd yep. rather him tell me he likes me and I'm pretty. Um, but yeah, neither neither of us are super high sex drive kind of thing. Um, different story if there's a shower involved. Um, yep. the minute we're in the shower, it's game over. Oh, I mean, game on. You're already wet. So yeah. It's game over, game on. Depends yeah. on which way you look at it. Um, or like, but we're not, we're not seeing each other as much at the moment on purpose because we're both trying to get a lot of stuff done. Um, yeah. so maybe that's, that's also not helping. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty cool. Just having like regular married people sex basically. See, and it's really I nice. I like it. Didn't have a high sex drive, but I think that was just me stagnant at the time yeah and then I started sleeping with someone who really drives the sex drive 
Yeah, see, well, I'm that's... I'm a changed woman right now. Yeah, I guess that's it. Like, I, um, I had a higher sex drive when I was single in terms of, like, I didn't have someone to validate me through words and through actions so that was the way that I was validating myself was to just go get my dick wet anywhere I could um but I think like now it's just like it's it's better sex like it's you know okay this is gonna sound weird I'm just gonna go with it but like have you ever just felt like a fit we've had this conversation actually no and I had this conversation with my mum yeah I asked my mum the same thing because with this person right now it feels like a puzzle piece yeah and it feels like their penis was literally made for my vagina yeah. And my mum was turned around. She's like, yeah, I felt that once before. And the person that she felt that with was the only person she's ever been head over heels, like, like madly. Actually in, lo- like in love with. Loving. Yeah. 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 So like, that's where we're at now. And like, he said the same mm. kind of thing. It's like, if it, I could have it been done and gone in 25 seconds if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, But like, just in terms of like, very, very well fits to each other. And I don't know if I had this conversation with you, but apparently over time, if you have sex with the same person long enough, your vagina kind of molds to their shape. I've heard this too. I don't know if we had this conversation because I've heard this recently as well that like it's, yeah, it's a thing that chicks. To the point where this puzzle piece fits so perfectly that I went exploring with someone else not too long ago and it felt like someone was punching my kidney from the inside the whole time. Interesting. I'm not exploring with anyone else, so I can't. I can't commit to that um, being a thing. Yeah. But I, I would get how it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, since we've covered like the right now situation, do you want to? Do you want to dial back? Yep. Um. Obviously, I don't know what the spray of our listeners are in terms of ages and stuff. We can't see those kind of stats, so I don't know whether this is going to be beneficial to anybody to know these stories or whether it's just going to be funny. You're dropping um, the virginity stuff. We're dropping the virginity stuff. We're okay. going go right back to the beginning, baby. I mean, my, my virginity taking was kind of... It was been done and over in a quick, quick well, it was definitely, a hot second, wasn't it? It was definitely noteworthy and, you know, but we can share. Well, do you want to go first then, shall you? I feel like your story might go for less time. <laughs> That's six seconds. <laughs> <exact>. Um... <laughs> But if, we, if like one Mississippi, to, you know, it's not yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, it, give it some credit. Give it some um, credit. It, it was a, it was a slow six seconds, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sensual, slow, very missionary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need anything more than missionary in six seconds. If you could blow in missionary in six seconds, imagine if you took your doggy style. Wouldn't have even got to Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> would have gotten to something though, and it would have been disappointment. <laughs> so it was the first of November, two thousand and fourteen. And I know that. How old were you? 18. 18, yeah. So I turned 18 like two months earlier. And my partner at the time was quite a bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Right. So you'd think at this point that they'd know what they're doing, per se. You'd assume. By quite a bit older, we mean like late 20s, correct? Yeah, late yeah. 20s. So you'd assume at that point that they know what they're doing. They're nearly a decade older than me. Um, I'm tipsy because I was nervous. It was his brother's going away. So I'm tipsy and I've... Before I got tipsy, I went home to pack a bag and my mum kind of knew. I'm like, I'm going to stay over. And she just had that moment of like, fuck, please be careful. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, please wear a condom. Yeah. All right, daughter, have fun. Just ask me, please wear a condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. So I went back there, got a bit tipsy because I was nervous. We're talking like no foreplay. Made out for a while. 
which was, you know, fun and games, made out for a bit. He knew it was your first time, right? Yeah, yep, yep, cool. it was my first time. Made out for a bit. From recollection, like recognition, I don't recollection recollection. I don't think there was any oral, um, but made out for a bit. Laid down on top of me, put it inside. Was like six pumps, six Mississippis. Mm. I kid you not. Fell like laid on top of me when he finished. Rolled over, took the condom off, went to sleep. Started snoring. It's literally like one of those movies. Like a movie. And I was laying there and I remember laying there looking at the ceiling being like, that's what it's all about. And I was so disappointed because all of my year 12 friends who had all had sex for whether it be years or months or whatever had all been talking it up like this big amazing thing. And I'm laying there naked like, wow, that was – Congratulations, Stephanie. That's you get one. You get that once. That was a waste of my time. Right? You (laughs) should have gone to Macca's for a Big Mac. (laughs) You only take a virginity once, ladies and gentlemen, and that is mine forever. There are no tasty backsies. That is my virginity story. I mean, mine's not really that. Like, mine's kind of traumatizing. So I kind of want to. I had this thought last night. So last night, I may or may not have been like. Making love. And I had that thought in the meantime. I'm like, I wonder if I can role play, like, losing my virginity in a better scenario. <laughs> like, is that a thing? I is don't that think a, that's how it works. Is that a kink? Um, Pretend to take my virginity and make me feel good about it. I feel like you would have to go and get, like, baptised and, like, do the whole thing. Well, and that's, that's like, a lot. That's the point of role playing, right? And it was literally a thought that I'd had mid, like, coitus. Mid-coitus? Mid-coitus. I was like, I wonder if this is a thing. Mine, so I had a lot of anxiety around losing my virginity. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also 18. I don't know the date. January 2015, somewhere. Yep. January, February, maybe. I don't know. Early 2015. Yep. I was also 18. um, Was with my long-term boyfriend. Uh, I was born with a quite rare condition. Yes. Um, I don't fully understand it, but I had a surgery when I was a baby um, and it was just lucky that they noticed it when I was a baby because um, my hymen was the whole thing. Like, you know how you break your hymen because there's like a piece of skin over there? Mine was just the whole opening. Yeah. Um, so they surgically removed part of it when I was a baby. However, I couldn't get a tampon in, nothing like that. Like yeah. I – it was just not a thing I could do. Yeah. Um, so it was always something that I was anxious about. I was like, well, if I can't get a fucking tampon up there, that's like the size of my pinky finger. How am I going to get what in my head was a gigantic black thick sausage (laughs) going up there? Like Jesus Christ. I'm like, a baby's got to come out of it. So surely a a dick's pretty big. Um, so I... In my head, I don't know how big six inches is in my yeah. head. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, they say six, not that big. Really yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like super, like, didn't really focus on boys at all in school because I, I'm pretty sure it was because I was scared yeah. of what I'd have to do, um, kind of come that. But anyway, I was fine. Um, it took three attempts yep. to actually, for me to actually lose my virginity. Because we couldn't get it in. Yeah. Um, quite painful initially. 
Um, but then, like, as you say, like, no foreplay. We were both – it was both of our first times, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were both 18, no foreplay, and then – uh, three straight years of missionary after that, which was fun. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah. Except mine was only 18 months because I got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't know any better um, for those three straight years of missionary. But, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as traumatising after that. And I did, I did think I enjoyed sex for a bit there. I don't really know what I thought. I was like, yeah, this is kind of semi-okay. But, um, yeah, I – that it was more of a – moment of like uh my insides are different like and my whole reproductive system is different to a lot yeah. of people um so that was more a moment of like different being another term for fucked yeah like yeah. i did it's it was more like losing my virginity wasn't so much about being comfortable with someone sticking a dick inside me it was mm-hmm. more being comfortable with sharing that medical thing that at 18 I was like this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard yeah um now I don't really care that much because I'm like it's a thing it's a medical procedure it happens like shit fucking happens people have weird medical shit all the time like come at me um but yeah at the time it was finding someone I was comfortable to share that with rather than and then you've got you throw in all my other medical shit as well and it's like it's like it's a lot. Sex is a lot for me to talk about <laughs> with a prospective partner. I'm like, yeah. yeah, by the way, I can't really use contraceptives that much, but like sort and of the fun. pull-out method's not going to fly with me, so here's mm-hmm. a pack of condoms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's an interesting interesting conversation to have with a person like in terms of my reproductive health and me having to have the babies conversation quite early as well, which is fucked. So it's always for me been more of like a conversation, more comfortability around having that conversation rather than the comfortability of having a dick inside me. Like I don't care about having a dick inside me. It is what it is. But like, I don't care if people see me naked. It is what it is. Like everyone's got a body. Yeah. Everyone's got a body. I'm not, like, well, I'm looking a lot better recently than I have been re- before, but, like, I'm not the hottest girl out there. I'm also not the not hottest girl out there. I don't yeah. care. It is what it is. If yeah. you want to fuck me, you can deal with it. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my, like, little wholesome moment for the people who are like, but sex is scary. I'm like, yeah, I know. It was scary, but Sometimes it, it's a we letdown. got through it. You know. Sometimes it's a letdown. Don't Sometimes it's up. scary. Don't yeah. get your hopes up. However, best sex of your life does apparently happen. Just ask her. It really does. Um, I'd like to talk about that for a hot minute. So, go on, as you were. Um, yeah, no, it kind of came out of nowhere. And it was actually really funny because, and I said this to him last night as well, it's, I remember when we'd first gone on a date and I'd kind of had the intention at the start of the night, he'd had the intention for a while, but I remember sitting there in his house for the first time being like, I don't know if I want to do this in the back of my head being like, mm, I don't really know if he's my type. Like I don't, maybe I've just kind of talked this up the whole time. Yeah. And then it happened and I was like, God damn, done, dusted, might not be my type, but fuck, he's my fit. Like <laughs> fits inside of me like a glove. It is perfect. It is everything I could ever want. We just straight off the bat, right? I'm getting so, I haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. Stri- I mean, yeah, you have. But like this, right? Look at the excitement on my face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm scared. I'm going to take a nap, guys. Have but, fun. But straight <laughs> off the bat, 
And he said it as well. Like, I think because we'd spoken about what we liked and what we're into. But the whole time it's felt like we'd been sleeping together for years. Mm. Years and years and years. And it is incredible. Yeah. Because we're just so in tune. There was no shyness. There was no awkward first time with someone new. There was no, uh, does this person like this? It was full on from the very beginning and Ever since, we've just been like, both of us, no matter what one of us does to each other, we're like, yeah, that's me to a T. How did you know that? I don't know, but it's incredible. See, I like that in the sense of like, have you ever had sex with a guy and he's like, if he's on top and he just looks like a demon and you're just like, I don't know if I can look at that face for the rest of my life. Like, I don't know if I can have sex looking at someone who looks like a demon. And they look they look like, there's no like connection yeah. there with the two of you. It's yeah. just like... He's pounding, he's hard away, he's going, he's going, he's on another fucking astral plane, yeah. and he's doing great, but there's no connection there. Like, I'm sure all dudes look the same amount of demon. Yeah. It's just depends on your connection with them, I guess. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I think because the sex is very interesting. Yeah. And very rough, but rough in a really, really, like, connected primal way. It's like no matter what we do, it just kind of works. And we're just in tune with each other on that level. Yeah. It's really nice to be having the best sex ever. And he said that I'm his best as well, which is really cool. Apparently he gets it all the time. So, you know, congratulations. Just ask him. Congratulations. Ask him. But, you know, you never forget your first. And... I mean... uh, he's, he's He's the first person to tell me that I'm the best sex he's ever had. So, I'll never forget that. Yeah, see, I, like, I think it... I'm probably having very different best sex I've ever had. Yep. Just in the sense of like, and I guarantee this is neither of us have right now having the best sex we'll ever have. Yep. Um, But it's very like, I don't know, emotionally connected and very different each time. Yeah. In terms of like, sometimes we'll be like super romantic, not romantic, but like, like relationshipy and I don't know sensual I don't know what the word is sometimes it'll just be like making love like you say um and sometimes it'll just be like yeah I'm gonna push you against the wall now we're gonna fuck all right sounds good yeah um yeah so it's really nice in that sense I guess and to have someone that you can openly talk about what you're into and like whether you've liked something or not and whether you'd like to try something like I have no qualms right now of like I could text him right now and be like I would like you to blah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah. And unless he's super put off by the idea, he'll play along until like, and he's willing to try it kind of thing. And I have no issues talking to him about it. And I think that's a big thing as well in terms of like comfortability level and feeling in like, in terms of having the best sex of your life, feeling comfortable enough to ask for what you need. Um, and I think a big thing that I've heard, like a piece of advice I heard, was the best time to ask for something in the bedroom is like straight after. Yeah. So straight after, be like, I really liked it when you did this. Let's do that more. Yeah. Or like open the conversation in texts before or whatever. Like make it like dirty talky. Be like, I'd yeah. really like it if we could try this thing. And then, yeah. but not make it like a negative, even yeah. if it's shit sucks and you're trying to just like change the whole game. 
Um, I'm, I'm all about positive reinforcement. He'll be in the middle of doing something and I'm like, we like this. We like this. We like, like... We liked this a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, was making out with me and grabbed me at the back of the neck like a fucking animal. Like I was a puppy that gets grabbed. But you know what I mean? Yeah, sort and of. Straight off the bat, I was like, we like this. Keep doing this. Keep doing this. It's called the um, the Simon Cowell maneuver. You bring them up to pull them down and you pull them down and bring them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, like, if you ever watch X Factor or anything mm-hmm. like that, Simon Cowell's speeches, if all the start of the speech was negative – they were going to get a positive end result. Yep. If the start of the speech was positive, it was going to be a negative end I result. I teach you used to call it a compliment sandwich. Yeah, but you need you need two yeah. compliments for a compliment sandwich. Yeah. The Simon Cowell maneuver, you only have to think of one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, no, um, positive reinforcement in the bedroom is nice. Yeah, it is. And it's very, um, it's very nice to be able to just talk about it just without awkwardness. Yeah, at all. Like, just be like, like I mentioned last night, like we're hanging out tonight and I was like, it would be nice to have a little bit of us time. And he was like, yeah, yeah just hang out, watch a movie and stuff. And I was like, yeah. or it would be nice for you to, you know, strip my clothes off and rail me. And he was like, oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, Sick, let's do that. My thighs yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was like, oh, oh, that's what you meant. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, roger, roger. Yeah, yeah. copy that. Yeah. Um, Put it in the diary, done. Um, but it's also nice to be able to just just be like, have that open conversation of being like, yeah, I don't really feel like having sex tonight or tomorrow night probably. Like, we, we cool with that? Yep, sick. Um, props to me for <laughs> – hello, Ego. Um, a little while back, yeah, I out-sexed him. Well, you were ready to go for another round. He wasn't. Yep. We were double digits at this point. I'm a one round kind of gal. Double digits and I outsexed him. And he's like, I've never been out. He has an incredibly high sex drive. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Like, not to be crude, but he could be still inside of me and get ready to go again. It's, it's ridiculous, the sex drive, right? Has outsexed him. How do you him. get anything done? I go back to Brisbane. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> That's not maintainable long-term. How do yeah. you get anything done? You would basically have to run a sex cult to get anything done. Your job would have to be sex. I go back to Brisbane so yeah. I can get on with my life. And yeah. he has cuddles with other people. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I was pretty proud of that. Has outsexed someone with that kind of sex drive. Very, very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Very strange indeed. I don't, I don't know. I'm like a once-a-week kind of gal these days. Yeah. We got this. I'm happy. That's good. I'm happy. This is good. Happy life is happy life. Um, but yeah, I guess it's not even like it doesn't matter which way you go. Yeah. I think basically the common thread of any podcast episode is do whatever feels right to you, boo. Yeah. Like, yep. if you want to do it in the ass, do it in the ass. I don't do it in the ass because my butt works too well. I don't want to deal with the repercussions. <laughs> Personally, I'm not about that right now either. Interesting. Yeah, right. It was just like a side note of things. Like yeah. if you if you want to have sex ten times in one night, do it. If you want to have sex once a week, do it. If you want to do it in the bomb, do it in the bomb. If you want to do it missionary, do it missionary. I don't give a fuck what you want to do as long as you want to do it. Yeah. It's basically my... As long as you're having fun. As long as you're having fun and you're enjoying yeah. it, no one's pressuring you to do anything that yeah. you don't want to do. Yeah. Fucking men. <laughs> anyway. Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. Oh, <laughs> pressuring. Yeah. Um... 
I don't know really where to go next. Do you want to have a little bit of a chat about how sex has changed as you've gotten older and your perception around it? Um, yeah, like I really – it's actually really interesting. I, and it's only recently – and obviously there's a four-year chunk there where I was mm-hmm. in a relationship – where I'm two different people on either side of it. Yeah. Before that four-year relationship, and don't get me wrong, I've only slept with a handful of people, um, but I'd always felt like it was expected of me. Yeah. You know, like back when I'd have my cuddle buddies and stuff, they were nice about it that we weren't sleeping together, but I always felt like eventually I'd have to sleep with them. Yeah. Or that it was expected of me to give up my vagina. Yeah. I've gotten to end. It was more, I always felt like, not that it was more about the man, but that I was almost too embarrassed to talk about what I wanted. Yeah. Whereas now, I'm very vocal about what I want. Yeah. And I'm very selective. I'll be like, does any of this interest you? Like, yes or no? No? Okay, there's the door. There's the door. This Have isn't fun. about you, bro. Like, this is about me and my happiness, you know? Yeah. And it's we talked about it on the last episode in terms of selfishness in your yeah. early 20s now. Like, I'm much the same. I don't feel the need to – when I was – in my long-term relationship, I didn't ask for what I wanted a lot. Yeah. Um, I also put a lot of stigma around sex, whereas now I don't really hold the same stigma. I still understand why people do mm. um, and why I did, but I don't really hold the same stigma around it. Um, and also, yeah, I'm very – like, if I'm having a one-night stand, I'm not going to waste my time asking them for what I want. Like, yeah. if, it's, if it's not happened – the way I thought it was going to happen and it gets to the end, I'm not going to write them a post-campaign report and be like, a review, like... Yeah, I'm not I'm not leaving them a review on TripAdvisor um, if it's a one-night Trip stand. Um, one-night mm-hmm. stay. One, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. One-night stay in Jason. Two stars. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, his name starts with a J. He lost a star immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not doing that. However, like, the long-term kind of things that I've had recently, well, and my current like I'm more than happy to ask him and he's but he's more than happy to oblige as well so it's like I generally don't have to ask he's generally asking me yeah what he what I need him to do which is kind of a a nice refreshing thing um to have a guy that's like like insistent on getting you off first like it's a non-negotiable for him um which is incredible which is so bizarre I'm like I'm like, no, babe, it's fine. Like, you're good. You because yeah. d- because of my like more servitude. Was it servitude? We said that was what we that was servitude, what it was yeah, called. Yeah. My thing where I'm a bit like I you want to please. I enjoy them getting off, kind of yeah. thing. Um, so because of my the fact that I sway that way, like, there's some days where I'm like, I just want to know I got you off. Yeah, I don't yeah. need you to get me off. I just want to know I got you off. Yeah, and that's a weird thing with us is that both of us are the same in that sense like we both want to get each other off so then it's like it doesn't really that's the only thing that doesn't really work is that we want to please each other too much yeah yeah. so some days I'm just like not today it's fine I appreciate as I've gotten older that I've learned like I I know what I'm into now yeah you know I'm and I'm I'm still obviously fine-tuning it and I'm finding out what I like and what I don't like but I've come a long way in six years from missionary doggy style, maybe a bit of hair pulling. Yeah. Now I can fine tune exactly what I like. And I've also really 
emotionally unpacked how it helps me mentally. Yeah. Versus sex was just sex six years ago. Now sex is a therapy session. It's a therapy session. Yeah, see, it's not the same for me. Um, Obviously, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, But I think for me, and it was probably our kink class episode that kind of hammered at home, is I'm a very independent, strong-willed, like – boss bitch for lack of a better word kind of thing in my day-to-day life and I thought I had to show up as that in a sexual experience as well I don't want to yeah and that's okay I don't want to show up like that I want to show up like that everywhere else in my life except in the bedroom and want to take those walls down with the person that you're with yeah Yeah. but it took me a long time to realize that I was trying to be a dominant person in the bedroom I didn't want to be yeah I was trying to live up to what my expectations were whether that was set through movies or whatever it was, like I don't know where it came from, yep. but like I was trying to live up to this idea that I was like, well, if I'm a dominant person in life, I've got to, I've got to be this. I need to be a boss bitch. I can't let a man um, rule me in the bedroom. Blah 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 blah. And yep. maybe it stemmed a little bit from having to ask for things yep. in my first relationship that I was like, I'm not going to take that shit anymore. Um, but now I'm just like I've grown up to the sense that I'm like you like what you like it doesn't have to fit into into a mold and the person that you're supposed to spend a decent amount of time with is going to be okay with that like if people are weirded out by what you're into they're not your people exactly and I always do the like I always filter through potential suitors I always have yeah like when I flirt with people I'll flirt with them kinky straight off the bat and if it doesn't rub well with them, then I already have my answer. Then you have your answer and it's yeah. not worth wasting time. Yeah. And even if we're not flirting, if it's someone I'm attracted to, I'll fish. Yeah. You know, like I'll fish with certain phrases and certain terminology. And again, if it goes over their head, nah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I think, well, it's weird to, as well, like looking at where we get our information from around sex. Like I remember sex ed in school being very like, this is a vagina. This is a penis. Yeah. Yeah. This is the menstrual system. Yours will definitely not be fucked. Lies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whereas now I'm a little bit more like I know things, but I don't yeah. like I'm trying to pinpoint where I learned things from because like realistically, other than trial and error, like where do you learn from? Do you learn from movies, which is unrealistic, porn, which is unrealistic? Yep. I listened to a lot of podcasts about it, yep. which I guess is probably a reason that I wanted us to do this episode. Yeah. Is that it's like you need to learn from real people talking about it and their yep. experiences. But yeah, it's weird. Like I don't know where – how you learn about this stuff. And it's almost like – it's almost like to a degree we need to take like a like a quiz, a, compa- a sex compatibility quiz, yep. and everyone's answers need to be plastered on their forehead. I think – and I'm I'm most definitely not condoning this. This is just how I came to be with mm-hmm. all my sexual preferences. So, for anyone who's listened to kink class, like, I just – I like non-vanilla. Knives. Yes. I like, I like anything and everything. Everything's pretty rough, but I – Put it this way. She chose fuck – she chose Hannibal Lecter in a fuck, married kill as the fuck. That – say no more. Yeah. So – I remember that. Yeah, that still gets me excited. Um, <laughs> no, but um, 
But Jesus I, Christ. and again, not condoning, but I actually learned a lot of my taste because I was introduced to them by older men. Yeah. You know, and looking back on it, I'm like, wow, you're a predator. But, you know, this is when I was 17 and 18, right? So looking back at it, I'm looking at like, I was talking to particularly this one like 34-year-old who had two kids that I worked with. Interesting. And we had some really deeply inappropriate conversations. Yeah. For someone that was 17 turning 18 who worked with them. Yeah. Um, but that being said, would I have figured out a lot of the stuff that I've figured out had I not had those conversations? So yeah. it's not even trial and error. It's just about exploring different things and not being shy to talk about it. Yeah, opening the conversation. That's exactly what I was about to because say. Like, there's no taboo around sex yeah, anymore. People people need to open up a conversation around it. And, like, we, I, I, th- I think we probably in our, like, little friendship circle have more of an idea about the kind of sex that each of us is having. Yeah. Um, we also have the benefit of having a podcast where we talk about it. So yeah. we know a lot about each other's sex lives. Yeah. Um, and Sky gets that as a third hand just because she loves us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that there's – I would like a lot more female friendship groups in particular and even male friendship groups to be talking about it in a sex positive way, to be talking about it in a way that is educational, that is like um, not necessarily their personal experiences but things they've learned or whatever. Like I'm not expecting people to give a play-by-play on the last time they had sex. I'm just saying it would be nice to be like, oh, so this thing happened, it was kind of weird, like I didn't really like it. Or guys to be talking about sex in terms of calling each other out on their dumb shit that they're doing. Like I feel like if every if every guy was educated at a young age on pleasing women and that two people are involved in the act, by the yeah. way, yeah. Um, and that kind of stuff, then we wouldn't be having the same issues in yeah. terms of like – they could call each other out on their bullshit. Whereas I think it's so, so ingrained at the moment. And it's obviously changing because I think um, the sex education we had growing up was a lot worse than they have now. Yep. And the TV shows and all that kind of stuff, like everything seems to be a little bit more woke these days. Um, but I think the conversations, like we need to hold each other accountable a little bit more. And educate each other a little bit more as well on positives and negatives of experiences. And, I mean, you're only going to know you don't like it if you, one, talk about it or try it. Yeah. Yeah. You either need to talk about it and engage your reaction, Mm -hmm. hear someone else talking about it, engage your reaction. Yeah. Or try it. Yeah. And be confident enough to say you didn't like it. And it really is that simple because I talk about a lot of stuff and straight off the bat Emily's like, Nope. (laughs) Not interested. Nope. Not at all. Nope. it's like it's that gut-wrenching feeling that she has in her stomach that makes her be like, nah, man. It's kind of not dissimilar to wanting to vomit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sort of exactly that. You don't even have to try it. Sometimes you just know yourself enough to know that you wouldn't like certain things. But that's – and that's another thing I guess it is – People who feel like they need to learn a little bit more about sex, I would encourage them to reach reach out to, well, try and find podcasts, etc., p- yeah. Instagram pages, um, professionals who post like there's heaps of sex therapists that post on Instagram like little tips and tricks and stuff, and just see how it fits with you. Yeah. Do some research into different things, like clear your cash afterwards, like and you you your browser history and don't click on anything that looks a little weird, but 
you know, do some research and see how it fits with you. If yeah. it if it sits weird with you, maybe don't try it until it sits comfortably with you. Yeah. If it sits okay with you, then give it a go and see what see how you feel. And what is so 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 incredibly important, especially if you do go down the kinkier side of things, is to trust the person you're with. That I was just about to say that yeah. as well. In terms anything, of anything, you need to be with someone that listens and respects you. Yeah, and you need to, if you're and if you're. On the flip side, if you're going down the route of one night stands and stuff, that's totally fine too. I've been there. Yeah. Like I wanted that's all I wanted. Yeah. And but I was also smart enough to know that it wasn't going to be that kind of thing. Yeah. It wasn't going to be that kind of experience where I was introducing new things into the bedroom or was pushing boundaries. I wasn't doing that because yeah. I knew it was a one night thing and who knew, who knows what that guy was going to be like. Yeah. Yeah, who knows what they're going to be like and what they're going to be into. But I was also confident enough that if – I was very lucky yeah. that the only ne- negative sex experiences I have were ones where they lasted a minute and a half and I'll never yeah. get that time back and yeah. it's that sort of thing. I never had anyone do anything to me that I was uncomfortable with and I'm yeah. very lucky in that respect. I also think I'm very – I carry myself very confidently so you'd be a moron to do that because you know you're going to get called out on it. Yeah. Um, but other women, I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing half the shit that I've done in my time yeah. because yeah. you put yourself in in situations that could go horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. But I would like to instill the confidence in people that they can call people out in that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to instill that confidence in people that they can call people out on mm-hmm. things and you don't have to take what you're getting just because you're getting it, whether it's with like – you can be having a one night stand that you're not enjoying and just stop it. Yeah. You don't have to go through with that. Yep. And I had a bit of a rule that was always like, if you're doing a one night stand, go to their house. Yep. Cause then you can leave. Mm-hmm. You can get the fuck out of there. You can Uber yourself home. Make sure you have enough money in your bank account to Uber yourself home. I don't care what it, what it takes. Make sure you have a friend you can call yep. like that kind of stuff. Don't put yourself in a situation where, you know, make the make the choices while you're sober to keep yourself safe while you're drunk if yeah. that's the way you're going, if that's the route you're mm-hmm. going down. If not, just have fucking six sex. Like <laughs> I've actually got a, a funny it's, it's it's comical. There's nothing outrageous about it. It's just comical. It's comical. So I'm over I'm in my ski mountain and working on my ski mountain with my ex partner. And we'd only just started sleeping together at this point. Yeah. And we worked at a nightclub together, but he was also a lifty. So, and you have to walk past, like, the base of the lifts to get up the staff hill. Yeah. And one night after work, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, we're kind of tipsy, you know, it's young love, we're all over each other. And, of course, he knows how to get into the gondolas, right? Because there's, like, a giant stick somewhere and it opens up the gondi doors and whatnot. So we've gotten into a gondola, three o'clock in the morning. It is cold, right? Yeah. We're in the middle of the snow. The metal that I am laying on is very cold and sitting on and bent over on. And we're inside this gondola. Did our thing. It was yeah. lots of fun. Get out of the gondola. It's Gondi 69. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Of course yeah. of course it is. Yeah, that's my little thing. That's like, that's your little thing? Is you got, that's your funny sex story? That's my, it's oh. not even funny. It's just my little... Well, we'll wrap up. I'll give a funny sex story and then we'll go into a quick game and then we'll wrap the episode up. I would also like to just point out that I've had sex on like four out of five Gondis in a certain ski town. 
they don't want to say. Can you tell me that ski town so I don't go there um, on the gondolas? Because uh, that is not good odds. Like, I'm not betting they, on they that. Might not let me back if anyone finds out. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So I had. I've said I've told you a million times. Your second is always worse than your first. Yeah. Yeah. So I had sex with the same person for three years, yeah. and then I was scared to have sex with a new person. Yeah. Because I was like, do I know how to have sex, or have I just been having sex with the same person for three years? Yeah. Turns out it was the latter. Didn't know how to do it. Cool. Anyway, moving on. So met this guy, ended up sleeping with him that night. We were like making out on the beach, whatever, all sorts of weird shit. I was in Cronulla. Bad things happen in Cronulla. Sorry if anyone's from Cronulla. Only bad things have happened to me in Cronulla. Yep. Um, So we're there. He was actually from Wollongong, which is like about an hour away, but I was in Sydney. Yeah. And we'd like matched on Tinder on a train. And when I was on a train going like near his place. Yeah. So he came to Cronulla to see me because it was kind of like halfway point and that's where he grew up so he knew the area yep so we've made out on the beach a little bit i'm like yep cool let's go yep so he's gone i know a like nature reserve we can go pull it up he's yep. got a station wagon a yep. shagging wagon shagging wagon Wonderful. perfect sure mm-hmm. I, i've had sex in a car before i've had sex in a hatchback it's fine we, we can make us in a shagging wagon we can make a shagging wagon work yeah anyway so we pull up in this body um this nature reserve to have our shagging in the wagon and we're probably like maybe five minutes into the ordeal yeah just about got all of the clothes off yeah lights oh torch oh torch <gasps> yep security guard has come to lock the gates yep to the car park that we were fucking in yeah nice so it's shining i don't know if he saw what was going on yep but he was like I'm just locking the gates, guys. They won't be open until 6 o'clock in the morning, so you can move the car an hour in the morning. Um, it's up to you. <laughs> that was the whole conversation. Yeah. So then we went and found another car park to fuck in. But, okay, but you got there eventually. <laughs> we got there eventually. Look, um, yeah. he was five foot four, tall. Oh, yeah. um, he did something. I don't really know what happened. Like, yeah. I was there, but I'm not really sure if anything ever, you know went inside oh yeah yep. you catch him when i was uh, yeah. throwing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. smell what you're stepping in I smell what i'm stepping in yeah. cool um small <laughs> small <laughs> um hey, not, not that i'm the wave yeah. it's the motion of the ocean um the motion wasn't that great there was Either. no motion it was the, guys, it was a no surf it was nothing. a calm day um yeah. there was there was no surf at yeah. all um no motion in that ocean anyway that's my anyway. that's my funny i got yeah security guarded out of a car park when i was butt naked nice fucking in a car nice yeah sick anyway we love stories yeah stories are good. sex stories yeah. all right i got a game for you okay would you rather yeah you ready yeah you ready okay would you rather kiss your worst ex like your least favorite ex Yep. Or relive your first time. What if it's the same person? <laughs> um, I actually had a sneaking suspicion that was going to be the case when I wrote this. I was like, nah, fuck it. I wanted to say it. No, nah, I would rather or like kiss him now or just be in there again. I would have to have sex with him again. So you kiss him now, like you have to go and find him now and kiss him now yeah. or relive your first time. I'd like to relive the first time because I can't remember if there was oral or not. And you and you want to know. I want to know because it's worse <laughs> if there wasn't and it's better for the story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I would probably – well, my first time was painful, so I would kiss my worst ex. Yeah. I actually thought I saw him the other day. I nearly had, like, 
like on Burley Hill, I thought I saw him and it oh, was yeah. just a guy that looked like him and was mm. really tall and I was like... <gasps> Your heart like fell through the floor? No, not really. I was like, I really, like I'm cool with seeing you right now because all I want to do is punch you in the face, so it's fine. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, it was cool. Okay. Go without sex for a month? Yep. Or have shit sex for six months? Go without sex for a month. Can I play with myself? <laughs> yeah, you can play with yourself. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll go without sex for a month. You would rather go without se- any sex for a month? Yeah. Then have shit sex. I had shit sex for 18 months in my first relationship. Don't I, I, I've done my time. I, exactly. I've done my time. We've progressed What about now. if we change it to go without sex for a month or have shit sex for a month? I'd still rather go without sex. I thought you might. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. I would just, I would rather just do myself for a while, you know? Yeah. I'd go without sex too. Yeah. Um, then there's effort and you need to clean up and then you need to like care for the other person's feelings and you need to like pretend you were into it yeah and yeah right. nah, no thank you um marry the best this is what you're not gonna like marry the best sex of your life even though they aren't 100 percent compatible with the rest of your life or marry the 100 percent compatible with the rest of your life even though the sex isn't as good i feel like i'm getting personally attacked <laughs> See, right now I'm all about the sex. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe if people aren't perfect for my life, maybe I can change them. But you can't <laughs> change someone if they're bad in bed. I would look at it the other way around. You reckon? You could you can definitely change people being bad in bed well, better like, than you a can. Lot of, a lot of the reason why someone's bad in bed is because you don't have the right connection. Right? Like that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but just say – no, I'm not saying they're bad in bed. I'm just saying they're not the best sex of your life. So think you've got 100% sex and 80% compatibility yeah. or 80% sex and 100% compatibility. Like I'd rather 100% compatibility. So you'd rather be hopelessly in love with someone yeah. and 80% sex yeah. than your 100% sex yeah. and 80% in I love. I don't want to say I've done it before, but I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same. This is this is too easy. Why aren't we disagreeing? Um, actually, we're going to disagree on this one. Romantic sex or passionate sex? Passionate. Romantic. Straight up, nut. I, I want passionate to turn into wild animalistic. That's life. what I meant by passionate was do like rough passionate sex or yeah. romantic sensual sex. Rough and passionate. Like I think this is going to sound really gross and this might even gross you out, but one of the most attractive things – that I find about a particular someone that I'm sleeping with at the moment is it gets so intense that I am covered in their sweat by the end of it. Yeah, that happens. It's called like, living in Queensland. Like bathed. And I oh, find, okay, I find yeah. it I, I, okay. so attractive. We can stop with the like the, <laughs> the bloody words. This is like ASMR, but for my brain. And like, oh, <laughs> I don't like it. But yeah, so. So you're definitely more into like. You'd be more on the throw me up against a wall. Yeah. If yep. you could never have romantic sex again, you'd be okay with that. Yeah. See, if I could never have passionate sex again, because I'd be okay with that. passionate sex, especially my kind, ends in aftercare, which is pretty much like romantic without the sex. You can't just justify it. I am ju- – I, I, this is our game. I it's can an justify either, whatever I it's want. It's my game, bitch. <laughs> I came up with it. I'm telling you, you can't justify well, it. Well, not just – but that's, that would be my justification because aftercare isn't sex – but it would help me out emotionally to cope with everything that we just did. Right. Yeah, I'd still prefer to feel like romantically connected to the person that I'm boning, even if they're not throwing me around a room. But that's what I mean. That's what. That's the whole point of the after stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
All right. Well, that was boring. Next. <laughs> Thank you, next. Thank you. Next. Um, yeah, I, I really expected us to disagree on that a little bit more, but you did well to... You did well to agree with me, Steph. I don't really know what to say. That was supposed to be way more exciting. Sorry, guys. No, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with all my choices. With all of your um, choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not manifest any of them. <gasps> no, no. I've got one for the crowd. Okay. And I'm. Um, it's not mine. It's yours. Your workplace one. Say it. Oh, the inch-in? Yep. Oh, no. No, this is terrible. Hey, okay, but seriously, crowd. This we is... Have terrible would you rather no this is horrible i'm not saying this to the listeners come on no okay i'm sorry for what i'm about okay, to so do. if you don't want to hear it stop stop now because this is pretty much the end of the episode but if you want to hear it continue so my old job when new people got hired the boys used to make this joke to see if the people who were hired could hack it um and the question was <sighs> You've got an inch in your mum and your dad's got an inch in you. Do you go forwards or backwards? We're going to let that sit with you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that is... Disgusting. <laughs> Why did you make me say that? Ugh. You're a strong individual woman. I didn't make you do anything, but I do believe it added to the day. It's disgusting. Um, yeah. Look, it's traumatizing. Very sorry. Needs to come with a trigger warning. I hope you turned off if you didn't want to listen to that. Yeah. Please don't please sleep tonight and don't have nightmares. But but unless you're a sick cunt, do the cool thing and uh share that one if you're a good bro. I just... thought you were about to Oh my god. I thought you were about to be like, if you're a sick cunt, try it out. And I was like, No, what? what? No. <laughs> I was like, Stephanie, no. no. If you're a fellow hospital worker who's dead inside and you've got new people joining, that yeah, that works. Question. It yeah. works to really like weedle out the the people that strong-hearted. Can't hack it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We had one response. Um, the person that you work with uh, from the from where we worked, <laughs> I can't say names. Um, his response was kind of cool. What did he say? I just jump up and wherever I land, I land. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll just jump wherever I land, I'll land. Is what it is. And I was you know? like, hopefully in the middle without either of them attached to you. <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> like that is what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we should leave it there. Well, that was that on sex. Um, I'm probably yeah. going to go have some now. Bye. I know, right? I've like worked myself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, see you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I hope face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Hey, but it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, got the break fast and talk about them. There's no... But sometimes I put like an emoji next to it to kind of hint at...